Three, two, one. Megan Pearson and Dylan Coney on the Living Life Authentically podcast. Episode nine of the Living Life Authentically podcast. I'm super excited. Because <laughs> it's your birthday. Is that no, why you're excited? no, not at I'm all. I'm excited. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It's tomorrow, actually. Well, when this podcast comes out, it will be today unless you're late on the podcast and that has already happened so happy belated birthday yeah cool. at 1201 a.m january 19th, 19th i will be 24 years old yes wait when were you born do you know the time i actually have no idea you don't know the i time. do know though that it was like a 24-hour thing and like my mom got <laughs> sent home well labor? a 24-hour labor and my mom got sent home like two or three times really like she went to the hospital got sent home went to the hospital got sent home my mom yeah. had, I think, a 36-hour labor, and I was a month late, and I was- Oh, so you were even difficult before birth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I know I was born at dinner time at 5 o'clock, so I'm always hungry. Oh, that makes sense. I know it does. Yeah. <laughs> no, why are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited because we get to hear about you today, and we get to hear about what you do for a living and all about radio and everything that it entails. Yes. So I'm super excited for that. I am too. I've always had a, like a ton of people ask me about radio. I think people- So many people just I... want to know about me and- <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people find it intriguing oh, about radio. Yeah. Like it's so glamorous, but well, it's it's really something that isn't. we hear every day almost, right? Like mo- the average human that hops into a vehicle will turn on the radio, even if it is if it is for just thirty seconds, right? Yes, I think radio's been in everybody's lives at some point. At some point, yeah. So you kind of have an idea of how it works, yeah. But maybe you have questions about it. We do have a lot of listener questions. Yeah, uh, people who have listened to my show, people who listen to the podcast, people who follow me on Instagram, yeah. social media. So. We're going to take some of those questions. I will answer some of them. And then I want to even share some things about radio that you may Ooh, not know. Some secrets? Yes, some yeah. secrets. Okay, well, how did you start? Like, how did you get started in radio? What was the beginning? I started in radio when I was 16. Okay, so still in high school. Yeah, I was still in high school, which people are thinking, how was that possible? Yeah. I did kind of part-time through yeah. high school, which was great. There was, a, I think, in grade 10, we had like a career fair for only girls at our high school to go to and then learn from other inspiring women who have done really well in their careers and became super successful so there was real estate agents there was doctors there was then a radio host from Mm -hmm. you know the local radio station where i grew up was there something about her specifically or was it radio in general Um, or was it like i don't know she just convinced you she put you over the edge no actually and i'm still in contact with her and she will like share this story all the time where Technically, how the, I guess, career fair went that day is that you would sit at a table for 30 minutes and then go on to another table. So you had like four tables that you could go to during the day. Okay. I did not move tables. <laughs> so you just I, ruined it for everyone else. I just stayed at, <laughs> I just stayed at her table. Yeah. And, and she I, didn't tell you to go away? Well, I think at first she's like, you know, you there's other, you know, people you can like learn from and like, yeah. you know, have mentor you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, I already know what I want to do. Like, yeah. I know I want to be in radio and I know I want to work for you one day. Her name yeah. is Jody Seeley and she works, yeah. 
she worked in High River and she was like, just okay. So this was like, I think in January this happened. And then that spring, yeah. there was a job opportunity at the radio station she worked for. Yeah. So of course I go in for um, a job interview and <laughs> I sat down, did the interview, whatnot. I got the job and she told me later, she's like, as soon as you walked in the door, I knew I was going to hire you. Yeah, because I, you already had that. Yeah, we already had that connection. Yeah. So whatever, I started when I was 16, worked yeah. for in High River for a couple of years through high school. I went to state for radio broadcasting and worked. But do you have to go to state? Like, is it, do you have to go to school for radio or? Um, I think you do. And why? I Some people will say different that you don't need to go to school to be in radio, yeah. which is fair if you only want to stay like in a small market or if you only, if you don't want to go big with it. Yeah. A lot of places, basically anywhere that you apply to for like a radio job, they are going to require you to have that degree diploma um, on yeah, your Yeah, you resume. don't have a degree though, you have a diploma, Diploma, right? yeah. yeah. So I have a diploma two years at State for Radio Broadcasting. It was like a radio television broadcast news course. Yeah. So I'm glad I took that because honestly, half of the time they don't even question about your schooling. It just says on your resume that you took schooling yeah. and you did that. Do, so. you, do you ever think back? Like in your day to day of like, oh, I remember I learned that at state or I like remember I should be doing this specific thing and kind of think back to school. I think sometimes that there's certain I'm asking things. that question because I get that all the time. Like Do you? I, oh, all the time. I'm like, man, I, I remember like that specific class or that specific thing. Mm -hmm. And then I apply that to my day to day job now. Well, there was kind of three main parts that I remember for my schooling at Sage. We had three main instructors. Yeah. One instructor was more like of the writing, so writing yeah. commercials, writing spots, liners, IDs, whatever it may be. We mm -hmm. had then an instructor to do production, so producing the commercials making those audio bits, editing. And then we had a um, instructor that was for on-air bits. Right. So to okay. help you with your speech. All of the aspects. Yes. Of, and yeah. there would be some times that I even remember of don't say your ums and ahs. Don't say. <laughs> which, we're, which we're learning now that I do all the time. Because it's hard. It's been terrible in this podcast. And I think it's different for a podcast because we can say ums and ahs and we can have you those can awkward edit them pauses. Out as much as you can, yeah. True. Where in, in radio, you it's don't that. you don't have yeah. the option to do that. Yeah. But we want to make this podcast real. So I think, yeah, there are certain things that I will click in. I'm like, oh, I remember when my instructor said never do this and yeah. I just did it and right. they're going to be so mad at me if I ever yeah. if they witness that happen yeah. and now everyone can like hear the excitement in your voice when you talk about radio and every time that I hear you talk about radio I know that it's what you're meant to do and it's something that you love right thanks but let's say reverse scenario you fell in love with something else what do you think that thing would be or what would be the thing you'd be doing if you weren't doing radio if I weren't doing radio I've only known radio. I know, but like, <laughs> but like, what's another love of yours yeah. that you want to get into? Because I know there's other things that you've even like totally. well, tossed around recently. And even I know a ton of people who took radio broadcasting school that I graduated with yeah. that are not in radio and then Doing never even different. went into yeah. radio. Yeah. Um, it was interesting because even looking at my graduating class from three years ago, I think maybe. 15% are in wow. radio. How big was your class? We had a graduating class, I think, of 23, 25 people. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I think we had the opposite. Because, like, my high school, I graduated with 22 people. Okay. And you graduated with how many? It was, like... 300-something? Yeah, something? exactly. And then my graduating class at SATE was, like, 200-something. Was it? Why? Or 100-something. No. Oh, we have an intake of, like, 500... Or, like, 100-and-something. Really? Yeah, 100 oh, something I didn't know 500 that. 500 applicants for 100-and-some spots. 
I just thought all the classes at state were like mine. No, were small. Not, like we had like six different 30 person classes Did that you, like rotated. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cause you're for, with, you're with your 30 yes. people, but you like, and every semester it changes. Right? Oh, so for the two years we had the same people. No. So like I, I could tell you basically yeah. everybody I graduated with and I there's think, people that I still are like really great friends yeah. with and best friends with right. from state. Right. I think in my class, I only had a maximum of like two semesters with the same person, if that makes oh, sense. So like you run into the same person in another class. And then there was like big group classes. Like we had lecture hall classes where we'd be in that big, that big lecture hall kind of by the I, arena. Oh, I have you ever we been ne in we never had a lecture. Yeah, there's a lecture hall in, and we'd have that like once or twice a week. And that was awesome. We're getting completely sidebar here, but that's okay. <laughs> but that was awesome because it was right beside the bar. And the class oh, was at like, was yeah. like 12 till 1245. And then oh. half of us or most of us didn't have class till three. So we'd be in the bar for two hours and we'd <laughs> show up the to gateway. We'd show, oh yeah, we'd show up to class like two or three beers oh, <laughs> into no. it. Oh, I okay, love Okay, well, college. what would I do if I was Yeah, what radio? would you do if you weren't doing radio? Um, the point was I was trying to get back to say is like, yes, plenty of people have done other stuff other than radio, right. communications, jobs, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Similar though. Similar. similar. I honestly, efforts. the reason why I got into radio is because I love country music. Right. I love it. So if I could do something along those lines, you know, work for a label, work management for a management company, yeah. work for a festival line, yeah. you know, something along those yeah. lines where it involves country music, I still got to, you know, either interview, be with the artists. Right. Yeah. I. It's all the aspects or like some aspects of what you do now, but not in a radio aspect. No, but the but thing what I love about radio is that is I have so much creative freedom and it's right. not paperwork. Yeah. It's not anything like that. It's yeah, just, it's, once, it's a lot of creative freedom that I have during my day. Yeah. And if you got into management and label Oof. oriented stuff, it's all like I would, law yeah. and liability <laughs> and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, here's a two quick hitter questions. Cool. What's your favorite, best, awesome part of your job? And what's your least favorite, worst part of your job? What do mm -hmm. you think as like someone who's not in radio? Well, would I think be the I, best part. And I think being together with you for six months, I kind of already know this question. Okay, before, before you obviously listen to the radio Bef beforehand. So before you? Yeah, when you think, when you thought of a radio announcer, yeah. what did you think the best part of their job was? I think was? the best part of their job is that they got to talk to everybody. They got to like do calls and interviews and like now with, COVID, it's all like Zoom and like phone mm -hmm. calls. But before you could like bring somebody into the station and have an interview with them in person and then go to that, go to the concert that night and see them there as well and get to do all that yeah. stuff. Right. Um, and the worst part, I like honestly didn't think that there was any worse part. Really. <laughs> no like, negatives. But now, radio. like, and then now I'll kind of say what I realize it is now. I think the first one is still like what you like the most is that you get to interact with a lot of people and you get yeah. to influence a lot of people and you get to talk to a lot of artists and stuff. But I'm finding out that your worst part is that if you have a really crappy day, you can't be a crappy, crabby person on radio. Yeah. Because that's not going to be interesting or that's not going to be nice for people to listen to. So you have to be like, I'm happy Mega Giggles today. <laughs> and Midday Megan is on her, in her best form, even though you, you're like having the worst day of your week or month. Yeah, that's exactly it, honestly. For the best part, I love getting to talk to people yeah. all the time. I love getting to do the interviews. There hasn't been as many during COVID, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, you've only done like a handful. A probably, handful. Right? A handful in the last yeah. how many months, right? Yeah. During COVID. Yeah. When I used to be able to do... All in, the time, yeah. In the summer, who 
when you go to You're festivals, place, yeah. that was the best part, I think, actually. Yeah. getting. Well, to go... and that's the only reason I really wanted to date you. And then now <laughs> I don't get any of that. So wow. <laughs> Going to like Country Thunder, going to CCMAs in Calgary right. and yeah. having that radio that badge on yeah. you that you could that go awesome. into any bar, you could go do, do whatever. whatever. Yeah. And you go run into whoever. Morgan Wallen. <laughs> I did. I fucking did. Yeah. Oh, don't even bring that up because I'm still <laughs> salty about running into him. And then not like going and oh. or anything like that. Yeah. The worst part probably is that when you go into the studio, you have to take you. I bring in relatable things that are happening in my life. Obviously, if there's anything to do with you and I as like in a relationship that's yeah. funny or goofy with friends. I get called out on the radio constantly. But positive too, but mostly negative or mostly weird things I do. (laughs) Let's say that we got in an argument though, and I'm mad, you're mad. I never argue. What are you talking about? Okay. Literally argued like an hour ago, (laughs) but okay. (laughs) (laughs) But if I was in a bad mood, if I was in a sour mood, or if I was just like upset, like I've been really good lately where I haven't had like too bad of a days. But if I come across a day where I'm just like mopey almost i'm dragging my feet into work i'm not having that like sunshine spirity energy that i usually have i can't just like call my boss and be like "Mm, i'm not really feeling it today like can't do my show yeah and i get that that's a similar for like that's basically the same for all jobs yeah like if you're feeling meh you still have to go in i acknowledge that but for me i actually have to make everybody else's day great and i have to make everybody else's day feel happy and if it was feeling shitty i gotta turn it around and make you laugh yeah right it's like if you're going to a concert and luke combs wasn't feeling the best he's not just gonna like cancel the show he's gonna make it like seem like it was the best concert he's ever put on and it might not be his best performance like i i can tell as a listener but because i listen to you every day when you're having an off day or when you're maybe not on point right yeah but you still have to like present yourself in a way that you're not like Hey guys, like I'm having a terrible day. I hate I hate what I'm doing today. I don't know I don't want to be here. Like you can't do that. No, right? I, I yeah, I cannot do that. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's probably the one of the most difficult parts. But if you listen, if you have a radio announcer that you like always listen to and yeah. you listen to them every day and you now know their life and you know because most radio announcers do bring their life into their show. Yeah. You, the good ones do at least. Right? You would yeah. probably be able to tell if they are having an off day if you really listen. Yeah. But most people, honestly, listening to the radio does not pick up on no. the things that you and I pick up on. Well, and like for example, me before, like this is this is another sidebar, but like okay. the way that you listen to the radio is completely opposite to the way that I used to listen to the radio. Because the way that I would hop in my car for a drive, like yep. whether it be back home or out to the mountains. And if Luke Combs is playing, I'm blasting that song, right? (laughs) And then as soon as Midday Megan comes on, I'm turning that thing (laughs) off because I don't want to listen to like the announcer. I don't care if they have something good to say or good to talk about. I just want to listen to music, right? Yeah. Whereas you listen to the radio, and I I noticed this when we first started dating, it's like the announcers come on and that gets cranked because you want to hear what they're saying because you want to compare and like try to be learn and see what they're doing. And, you know, so it's a very different way of listening to the radio is what I found. And did you know, uh, this is a fun fact, because yeah. a lot of people will be like, why do you play the same songs over and over again? Yeah. Like, I keep hearing Luke Bryan's song or yeah. whatever, Blake Shelton's song all the time. Yeah. Why do you always play it? Let's say it's 37 times. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. If I played a song 37 times, I played Luke Bryan down to one. Yeah. The average listener is only going to hear it once. Is it 37? Is that 37. the number? 37. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. 
I, I get it if you're someone that listens, you have the radio on all day. Yeah. But most people will have it on and off, go in and out of the car, right. yep. turn it down at work, turn it down in the house, yeah. turn it back up. If you hear if you hear Luke Bryan's down to one one time, we've probably already played it 37 right. times that you didn't hear it. And there's specific like algorithms and stuff for like separation times between when those songs are played and when like the same artist is played. Too, totally. Right? Yeah. You're not going to obviously hear two Morgan Wallen songs back to back in 15 minutes. Right. Same with Luke Holmes or whoever it may be. Yeah. But there's some artists that have larger separation times right. that could maybe be, okay, we're going to hear this song once every five hours. Right. Like I said, Luke Holmes, which is a very hot artist right now. Yeah. You would hear him maybe once every hour because right. he's more in demand. You've taught me a lot when it comes to radio. What is like one of the biggest things or one of the most surprising things that you've learned in radio and being in radio? I think something that I thought was really interesting is the way that you move from like a small market to a medium market to a large market. Yeah. Where obviously I've gone through all the markets. A small market would be like your small town radio station. Medium would be like for Alberta reference, Red Deer, Leftbridge, Medicine Hat, and then large would be your Calgary and Edmonton, right? right? Yeah. So moving into the different markets is how you, you know, move up, get more pay. Pay, pay your dues. Yeah. yeah. I thought when I would like come into Calgary that it would be such like a stressful situation every day that Momentous. I have to be on my like yeah. A game. And if, oh, if you're not on your A game, like be careful. Yeah. There was so much more creative freedom that I was allowed in Calgary than I was allowed in Medicine Hat or Lethbridge, yeah. which was yeah, less, less pressure, you think? Or well, kind of. Or obviously, is it more pressure from an audience, but less pressure from your management, maybe? Maybe, yes. Or like, I think, I think what you're finding from an outside perspective, I think what you found is that in a smaller market, it was a lot of a younger crew. Yeah. So, so the the management kind of maybe held your hand a little bit more, whereas here they've they're like, okay, she's at a big market radio yeah, station. Yeah, you should know, she what, should know what she's doing, so she, we'll let her go, right? Exactly, yeah. And your boss, great. And your boss isn't in town either. Right? No, yeah. Like, I don't have my boss even in the same studio or right. same radio station as right. I. Yeah. And we're not in, like, context as often as I was, like, previous yeah. program directors or bosses. Yeah. Um. So I think that was something where I thought once I was getting into Calgary, you know, we have to make sure you're saying the right things to have the right audience and blah, 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 blah. But... I think, yeah, if I got hired on for a large market radio station, they trust me enough to, yeah. you know, come up with the right topics. So that was something that was surprising to you. Yes. Maybe not something you necessarily learned, but it was yeah. like something really shocking. A question probably people have is, ooh, do you have a producer that gets to pick what you get to talk about? Or yeah. is it your boss that, you know, says you need to talk about this and talk about this? It is like all up to me to like yeah. <laughs> figure out what I'm yeah. going to say that day. If I come into the station with zero prep and zero idea, I'm... I'm screwed. Yeah. I will have to come up with something on the fly, obviously. Well, and there's so many times where we're out and about on a Sunday running errands or whatever, and something funny or something interesting happens, and then you literally talk about it Monday or Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah. And I, that happens quite often. I have, like, notes in my phone of relatable things because yeah. – if you hear a radio announcer ever be like, what was the best concert you ever been to? Or like stuff like that. Yeah. Something would happen to us on a Sunday or a Saturday, but then you'd talk about it like the next week and say this weekend. I'm like, but that happened last weekend, <laughs> but you're just making it relevant. You're making it like, oh, it just happened to me, exactly. even though it didn't, right? Or yes. like it happened months ago or weeks ago, right? Yeah. Like that yeah. happened to me, I think a couple of weeks on my show where I talked about, oh, you know what? This, this weekend my car got broken into and they stole two bags of potato chips. Yeah. I was so angry. Yeah. 
the story is true. Like legit, someone broke into my Jeep. A year ago. Yeah, someone yeah. broke into my Jeep and stole nothing but yeah. two bags of potato chips. Yeah. But I wasn't gonna say, oh, that happened a year ago. It's more interesting if you say it happened it yesterday because it's fresh and it's new. Exactly. Right? If you're like three years ago, yeah, this happened. It's like, well, three years ago was three years ago. What happened to you today? Or yeah, what exactly. To you but it's still a great topic of yeah, saying absolutely. then, you know what? What happened when someone broke into your car? What yeah. did they st steal when they could have taken everything else, yeah. but only took something super silly? So playing music at a radio station, there's multiple songs per day, but is there any rules or is there any like, you know, you have to play this song or you have to play that song? Is there people that decide you're going to play this no matter what? Do you have some freedom with that? Can you get, maybe explain that a little bit? As a radio announcer, it is not up to me to pick the music. No. Which is a misconception for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I I definitely did not did, know that. Did like, you think that I thought I thought there was like maybe they you'd have a meeting and you'd be like, This hour we're gonna play these songs. But Every then, hour I had a meeting? Well no, 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 no. I'm saying like you had a meeting as a group and you're like, for the nine o'clock hour, we're gonna play this amount of songs, but then you're like, I wanna hear Shania Twain first. So you throw <laughs> Shania Twain on. Okay. Right? That's kind of how I thought maybe okay. it worked, but that's not how it works, obviously. No. So there is a music director um, for every station. Sometimes a music director will, like, take care of a ton of radio stations at yeah. once. And it's their job to, like, curate the playlist, to make the playlist, to be in talks with the labels. This bar or whatever. Yeah. Song, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So it's it's not up to the announcer. And, yeah, it's definitely something I think a lot of people assume that that is just our job. But yeah. really our job is just to entertain and be yeah. informative right. and just be conversational and like be there with you throughout your day. It's not yeah. our job to play the music. American radio stations obviously play different stuff than Canadian radio stations. In Canada, you hear a lot more of Dean Brody, Reclaws, Jade Eagleson, like people from Canada. Is there a reason for that? Or why, why did they get played more? They get played more because of like CRTC rules. Which are? <laughs> I know, it's so like formal. It's the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission. Oh boy, okay. Yeah, okay. they're the big boys. They... So it's all these guys up in uh, tower with suits saying you have to play these songs, or how does it work? Well, so it's like, it's not just radio. It's regulating and supervising Canadian content for broadcasting, for news, for radio. It's yeah. for everything. So if you have something broadcast... Yeah that's being broadcast, It there needs to be Canadian content. That's just like a How rule. How much? Is there like a percentage? Um, For radio, there is. Um, I believe it's like 35%. Sounds is, about is right. Yeah. Um, for like you, the average hour of like what's being played, 30% Canadian sounds Yes, right. and it has to be between 6 a.m. and 6 yeah. p.m. So yeah. you couldn't just schedule all your Canadian music at like midnight and be <laughs> like, sick, we like yeah. hit the bar, we're so good. Yeah. No, it has to be like actually during yeah. listening hours. Yeah. But like with Canadian content, it's not just Dallas Smith, Brett Kissel, The Dean Canadian Brody. guys or Yeah, girls. that's not even that what classifies it. There's actually other ways to classify a Canadian right. song. Did you know that? I did know that because it's writers and I know this because of like my some of my okay. friends Aaron and the It's called the Maple me. system. Oh that Maple. would make sense. So Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. Maple without the E. Okay. 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 So, so M A P L. Yes. So okay. M is the music. So the music has to be composed entirely by a Canadian artist. Okay. Yeah. The A is artist. So yeah. it, the artist has to be Canadian. Yeah. The P So they might not be writing the song though. They they're just singing it. Yes. That's what they mean by So artists, the music right? or the lyrics are performed. Yes. Okay. 
The P is the performance. So it was either recorded in Canada or performed in Canada. Right. So you know, there's sometimes live songs that sure. are performed yeah, in Canada. Let's say Kenny Chesney's live at the Saddle Dome and that gets recorded yeah. for an album or something. Yeah. yeah. And then L is the lyrics. So the lyrics are entirely written by a Canadian. Okay. Obviously, most Canadian artists write their own songs. And you have to hit two of these, by the way. You don't have to hit whole, all yeah. four. You to have be to considered hit two of them. Canadian content. Yes. Yeah. So if the artist and so if the A and the L are Canadian artists, right? Dean Brody wrote his own song. Yeah. Boom. It's it's a Canadian content yeah. song. But fun fact, Rascal Flatts, Life is a Highway Canadian. is CanCon. Yeah. Really? Why, why it is, is that? CanCon. I would have to double check of which parts because obviously Rascal Flatts. Yeah, but you just know it's Canadian. Is an artist, but yeah. I believe it's because of the lyrics. Yeah. Are written from a Canadian and the music was composed posed by a Canadian. I believe cool. that's why it's CanCon. Yeah. But that's just another fun fact about radio that you probably didn't know. Cool. So that now, should be a little jingle. I don't know what you mean by that, but okay. <laughs> like, here's another fun fact you didn't know about radio. I swear, I don't know how your brain works or operates sometimes, <laughs> and I'm just blown away by you. Okay. But okay. okay. So now, do you want to like let out some secrets? Tell us some things that maybe people wouldn't Ooh. know about radio, even though this whole podcast is about things that people don't know about radio or maybe have misconceptions about. But I know there's a couple topics or things that you kind of wanted to go through that maybe people wouldn't know. Yes. Oh, I'm excited about this. Okay. 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 The radio isn't always live. What? <laughs> I'm just going to do that for every single okay, one. Okay. What? Okay, okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. When you're listening to the radio and the music is going and whatever, you hear commercials, like that's live. Yeah. And usually when you hear an announcer, they're live. Yeah. Sometimes they are not. Okay. Okay. So for my job working in Calgary, I'm majority of the time always live, except when you hear a phone call. <laughs> so I, for me, like if you listen to my show in Calgary, which thank you, by the way, if you do, I have a lot of phone calls on my show. So I will, you know, exit a break saying, you know, Morgan Wallen, Seven Summers, blah, 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 blah. And I will go into the topic of what was it the other day? We were talking about ice cream cakes because you freaking love ice cream cakes. <laughs> yes. And I'll be reading the text and I'll be like, hey, Amanda, what's the best part about an ice cream cake? Yeah. Boom, go into her call that was already pre-recorded. Right. Amanda's not on the call or not on the radio just live waiting yeah. for me to throw to her. You mean we can't just call the radio station and drop F-bombs and stuff? That's exactly why we don't do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've done, like, actually, like, contests live and people have sworn. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, like, I can't I, I can't go back. Yeah. I don't want to have a mute button to just mute yeah. you. I'm not that yeah. good. Yeah. But that's, like, honestly one of the reasons why. Because, one, we don't want people swearing on the radio. But also... I've had people call in for a topic that talked for seven minutes yeah. about your ice cream cakes. Your grandma the other day, yeah, she your did. Bob show, she, was going. she called in on Ukrainian Christmas and like went on like 10 minutes on like a cooking show, basically. <laughs> and so you don't want that on the radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So obviously I'm going to record it earlier yeah. and, you know, have that played for the right time that I want to. you have to edit the crap out of it, Yes, right? and edit it. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a pro editor where I can You're take, very quick. I can take that 10 minute call that yeah. my Bob should called me about and turn it into to like a one minute call right. in two minutes time, yeah. Yeah. right? So that's, I think that's one thing that the radio isn't always live. You know, maybe some radio stations, they do have it live, but for most, they're not. Yeah. Also speaking about live, I do another show in another market. Right. That is not live. Right. I've had people Across ask. Across the country, yeah, right? I've had people message me on Instagram and be like, so 
how are you in Calgary and you do a show in Ontario? <laughs> I'm quite confused, which is like a valid question. Yeah. There's a thing called voice tracking, yeah. which some announcers do um, there. They can have a syndicated show, which is different what I yeah. do. But um, if you ever listen to Bobby Bones, Casey Clark, um, Paul McGuire, Kicks Brooks, Kicks yeah. Brooks and the Country Countdown, all of those are syndicated shows right. where they record it played all as over is, the place. And that exact show, yeah, it gets played at all over to different radio stations yeah. um for me i just have separate shows so i will go into a radio booth record a show for another market and yeah. then send it off and it will get played the next yeah day. you do it like the same way as those big syndicated shows but yeah. you're just doing it's it for one other radio yeah. station and i try and make it a little bit more personal and to specific, ontario right exactly you're not going to hear bobby bones say in calgary canada so no. and so happened he's going to either talk about something that's happening in nashville with like all the artists or he's going to you know talk about stuff that's very broad and not specific yes right? yeah. if you want a fun fact too to like figure out if your radio announcer is like local or not by the way um if they do not tell you the time or the weather ah, yeah. they're probably not live. yeah because you're always like oh it's such a beautiful day it in is. Calgary. it's or, a beautiful day yeah. but i'm not going to know the beautiful weather that's happening in ontario speaking if i did which, it a day before yeah speaking of which if you're in calgary is this not like the craziest winter it's we've beautiful. ever had? Like in my 24 years, almost 24 years <laughs> on this planet. We don't always take requests. Don't always. Okay. I think it depends on the Explain. radio station on yeah. this. Because I've worked at radio stations that have a request hour. Yes. Lunch hour or right? something. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you re can request a song. That's fine. Um, at the current station that I work for, we generally don't take requests. It's yeah. very rare that we do, but I think that's something that everybody just thinks a radio station will automatically do. I'm going to call into a radio station yeah. and I want to hear this I'm gonna, song. I'm going to ask you this question because I already know the answer, okay. but what's the best request, like song request that you've had <laughs> while being in Calgary? Okay. Cause I was, it was like gold when I heard it. It was so good. This was months ago too. It was like when we first this started in the dating. summer. I, yeah, so honestly, I will, the phone will ring and I will say, hello, what can I do for you? Yeah. This this guy calls in, it's like, ah, like, I would love to hear a song. I got a request. As soon as I hear this, and I'm like, okay, I'll hear it. I'll hear what song you want to hear, but the likelihood of me playing yeah. it is pretty slim. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what would you like to hear, dude? He's like, well, I'm currently on my way to break up with my girlfriend no, fiance. Fiance? Oh, was it fiance? Yeah, it was fiance. Yeah. I'm currently on the way to break up with my fiance because I found out that she's sleeping with my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy, and like, you're like shocked and awed. Yes, yeah. because he's like confident in him saying, yeah. he's like, you, yeah. you can hear the background of the vehicle. He's like, yeah, I'm just on my way, break up with my fiance. It was like it was another Tuesday for him. But I, you could hear the motivation in his yeah. voice. Like, like he, he was, was pissed. He's pissed, yeah. but he's like on his way to do this. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, no way. He's like, yeah. So like, can I hear Luke Combs? And I'm like, oh yeah. Whatever you can. song in the world that you want, you can hear. So like in that instance, I'm gonna take that request because that's a pretty good, pretty good story. And I aired it. I aired I know, that call. I know, yeah. And I never heard back from him because I. No, because we all wanted to hear. I remember yeah. you tell the story. We wanted to hear like how it went. Or yeah, because I'm like, dude, up. like, good luck. Like, like, yeah. call me back tomorrow. Yeah. And he never called. Yeah. And I'm like. A lot of people ask me, like, how do you come up with, like, new stuff all the time? And I'm usually yeah. pretty good with coming up with, like, new ideas and new right. topics. Um, but sometimes I will take a pretty basic topic, use it one month. Six months later, I will use it again. Yeah. But, like, what I mean by this is, like, recycling 
material yeah is like uh, i want to say a couple of months ago i talked about what have you taken from a bar because i think it was something of that went on like twitter of this guy showed his collection of like forks and spoons and stuff it was really weird random stuff stuff that he took from a bar and so i a ton of radio people were using it as a topic and then a couple of weeks ago here in calgary of course ranchmen shut down and they were doing the auction yeah and I'm like, it's relevant. That's again. perfect. I can again use that topic that did really good a few months ago and use it again, yeah. but have a completely different reasoning behind me talking about it. Right. I think that's also like what makes like a good a radio announcer really good and talented is like, yeah, you can have a topic, but why are you talking about it and what is making it relevant for everyone else listening? Because yeah. again, like I said, you can talk about what is your favorite blank, but if there's no rhyme or reason behind it if you're talking about it it's not a very good idea one thing that i notice or that i hear you sometimes it could be something kind of mediocre or like something kind of lame but like you're so bubbly and excited about it like do you have to do that with a lot of things like you have to talk everything up right kind of yeah yeah (laughs) i think it also depends on like the type of radio station you work for yeah country pop rock i think like rock has a different vibe and they can be more Mm, mean and they can be a little bit more salty yes like Like our our sister station is a rock station and they talk about some dirty stuff and they'll make dirty jokes i could obviously not do that on a country radio station your demographics can be very different yeah right totally yes but for like me personally i have to hype up the new song by tim mcgraw and tyler hubbard yeah right i have to hype that up to make it seem like yeah it's such a great song and i want you to like it too right obviously i like majority of country music and i like most songs but if there's a song that i don't like i'm not going to be like oh yeah you heard that song again (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh there it is again (laughs) but there's also a ton of radio announcers that work in their genre of country or genre of music yeah country music whatever it may be and they actually don't like that music right there's tons of radio announcers that just go for a job because it's a job right for me, I've said in the past that I only want to work in country music because I have the passion for it. Yeah. And if I have a passion for it, it's I'm going to enjoy my day way better. Right. Another thing, you and I have a lot of friends in the country music industry. Just yes. even before we started dating, I was really like involved in the local country scene here, right? So let's say a buddy of mine has a song and he's like, I really want to play this on like our local radio station. But he doesn't have a record deal. He doesn't okay. work. He doesn't have like a big company that's backing him or anything like that. It's not going to happen, is it? If you are asking your very small town local radio station that is not in like a decent sized market, yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance it could pretty get good played. chance. There's a pretty good chance from back where I was from. Like, oftentimes there's like local the local people. highlights, yeah. the local yeah. artists, yeah. right? Um, if you're asking like. The biggest country station in canada to play it for you it's probably it's not, not gonna happen, happen. Yeah. um which and, is the nature of the industry it's crappy but it's the nature of the yeah industry, but like right? honestly like if you don't if you're not signed to a major label yeah it's very hard to get your music to go to radio because the yeah. label will push your song it'll yeah. be like this week so we really want to working for you right? yes and i think that's one part that a lot of people don't understand is that it's the record label pushing a song this week we are really yeah. hoping this song can move up a couple spots so it can get closer to the number right. one spot yeah um so the label again works with the music director to kind of decide you know what songs are we going to push this week right. how yeah. often are we going to play this song 
But yeah, if you're just Joe Blow off the street that has a guitar and it's like, I wrote a nice country song. I would love to hear it right. on the radio. You can't. I've had people like send me MP3s and be like, can you just play this like yeah. on air like at noon? No, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like yeah. that. It's just that's not how it works. Yeah. And I don't want like that to burst anyone's bubbles. Of, like, yeah. I'm never going to get signed to a record label. At the same time, if you're good enough to get signed if to a record, it, yes. Yeah. And if you're talented enough to get seen and get signed, and if you put the effort in, it doesn't matter how talented yeah, you are. Yeah. Then, then you will get your time yeah. to play on the radio. Absolutely. Wow, that was a lot. That, that was, was a lot, lot of information in a short period of time. Yes, but... I I feel like I answered some decent questions. Oh yeah, you got a lot of information out there, and I think people that don't know anything about radio or like casual listeners of the radio will probably find this quite interesting right? i hope so. so yeah also um we are looking for sponsorships yeah for our podcast Absolutely. if you want to advertise and i want to say big thanks to our sponsor of this podcast yes uh barrel and peak coaching uh basically your coach and new best friend to help you reach your goals and push your business to a new level Dylan, basically, this is helping your business figure out who your ideal client is and how you can reach them. Because obviously, you can like market yourself to whoever, but if you can't find the ideal client to, you know, so buy they find into your, your business, your demographic for you, yes. and like cater your marketing to that specific yeah. demographic. And also, big thanks to Clearly Lovely Photography. I've worked with Ashley, who owns this business and does okay. this service. Uh, she takes amazing photos. She's super talented and she does weddings. She's even reaching out for couples to do surprise proposal shoots. So if any guys... Is that a hint? No. <laughs> <laughs> she said that. She asked if that could be highlighted. <laughs> Sorry, but if any guys listening who are thinking of popping the question, <laughs> wink, wink, not judge, no. <laughs> Make sure you get a photographer to sneakily oh, take yeah. those photos to capture you that moment. Get some good photos of that. And think about clearly lovely photography to do that for you. Because she, Absolutely. again, is super talented. I think I've seen her photos, actually. I think you've shown me a couple. Yes. She's amazing. Yes. Yeah. I've done a photo shoot with her before in the past. She's really great. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want the details of clearly lovely photography or barrel and peak coaching, details are on our Instagram at living life authentically podcast. Woo. Go check her out. And again, if you want to advertise on our podcast, totally available. Hit us up in the DMs. <laughs> Slide into those DMs. You make us sound so professional. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can't be too professional. Let me just sound oh. like stupid or rude. Okay. If you've listened to this entire podcast, thank you. <laughs> if you've made it this far. <laughs> um, I'm also assuming there's a lot of um, people who are thinking, hey, are you going to have guests on your podcast soon? Uh. Is there going to be episodes with guests? I don't know. Is there? There will be soon. I have something in the works that I haven't even told Dylan about. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Are we having an interview with Garth Brooks? <laughs> Can I you wish. imagine? I... Can you imagine? We did instantly double our views. Triple. Quadruple. Yeah, there would be like... <laughs> we should just... If we had Garth Brooks on our we podcast... We should just call this episode Garth Brooks and see how well it does. <laughs> oh, even no. though he's not. I'll play guitar. I'll play I'll play. Uh, when the thunder rolls oh, at the I end of the it. podcast. Okay. Okay. Thank you All for right. listening. Thank you for being interested in my job. I appreciate that. And thank you for always supporting me too, Dill. Yeah. Like you're always such a big supporter of what I do. So thank I try. you. Thank you. I try. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye.